waiting to come forth anew. In the Christ child, the light shines. The Christ child is our epiphany, our showing. In him, we see the light of life. In the Hebrew scriptures, the story of the burning bush in which Moses sees a bush on fire, but the bush is not consumed. You know, some say that the important thing about the story is not that the bush is burning, but that Moses notices. Because every bush is burning. Every bush is on fire with the divine presence. Everything in the universe shines because God is at the heart of it. So it is in our Epiphany story. It is a story that invites us to open our eyes to the light that is everywhere. This Gospel of Matthew tells us several things in the scripture for the day. The first is that it's a story about following stars and paying attention to dreams. Now, not something many of us in this Western world have been trained to see. The second thing is that it's a, a story about finding light way beyond the boundaries of what is familiar to us, beyond the boundaries of our country, beyond the boundaries even of our religion. Not sure about you, but this could be pretty challenging too. The third thing is that it is a story about enormous risk because the light that the wise men find is also a threat to the political power of King Herod. King Herod is sort of not a nice guy. He, in fact, is a little evil. He was the puppet king of the Romans over Judea and Galilee, and although famous for his many building projects, he was equally notorious for his cruelty and paranoia. Out of fear of maintaining his power, Herod had killed many rabbis and even killed one of his wives and at least two of his own sons. So we see this first feature of the story, the following of stars and dreams. In the Celtic world, there's a practice of what is called reading from two books of God, the big book and a little book. The big book refers to the universe, to its creatures, to everything that has been spoken into being. In the beginning was the word and all things that come into being through the word. And that's what we hear from John's gospel. Everything is essentially a sounding of God. The universe is like a sacred vibration, a living text that we learn to read. And that includes the movement of the stars, the flowing of the seasons, the dreams of the night. But there's also a little book, physically little, the book of the scripture in which we listen for God speaking to us through those who have gone before, our mothers and fathers in faith, their experiences of God, their mistakes and failings, as well as their hope and wisdom are given to us so that we too can learn the way in which God speaks in the human heart and in the human history. And what we are invited to do is listen to these two books in stereo, to the big book and the little book. If we listen only to the little book, scripture, and ignore the big book, creation, 
We may miss the vastness of the utterance of God in all things. And if we listen only to the big book, the expressions of God in the universe, and ignore that little book of scripture, we may miss the intimacy of the voice, God speaking in the secret places of the human heart. The challenge is to listen to what? Both books. And not to just and not and not just individually, but in community. Faithfully wrestling together to more deeply know the sound of God and to resound with God and to resound God in our lives and our relationships. And what about this second feature of the story? The wise men going beyond the boundaries of their homelands to find light. Unfortunately, we have often been given the impression that we have all the light we need within our nation, within our religious tradition, and within our cultural inheritance. But our gospel story points to something radically different, that there is light beyond our inherited boundaries, and that we need this light that is, to, that is given to complete the light we have received. Not to compete with it, but to complete it. We need one another as nations and as religions as much as all the things in the earth need one another to be whole. We're following Jesus into loving, liberating, and life-giving relationship with God and with each other and with this earth. Those are the words of the presiding bishop, Michael Curry. Our religious tradition has been trying to teach us that God is love. Do you all know that you're loved? Okay, the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> Do you know it in the heart of your being? The answer to that question is also yes. <laughs> this is the truth of epiphany. You are loved. And that you are a part of this beautiful light of God. That you too are called to shine for the healing of this world. And now that leads us to the third feature of our story. And that is about risk. Enormous risk. The light that the wise men find is a threat to the most powerful man in Judea. Because the light that the wise men find is the light at the heart of all life. Not just some life, not just of certain people. All power structure that favors only some rather than serving all, all people, all life is a false power. It has no ultimate future, it will collapse. And at some level, false power knows this. It always feels threatened by the shining of true power, the power of love. Love force, as Mahatma Gandhi called it, not brute force. We don't know what happened to the wise men, but my sense is that they would never have regretted the risk they took. They would never have regretted crossing the boundaries of their homeland, and they would never have regretted following that star. Mary Oliver, the Pulitzer Prize-winning poet, in six recognitions of our Lord, writes about such a moment. 
Then she says, I go back to my, my own house, my own life, which now becomes brighter and simpler, somewhere I have never been before. I think the wise men returning home saw everything more brightly. The light they had found in a distant land turned out to be the light at the heart of their own land. But now they saw it as if for the first time. Shall we serve this light together? Shall we bow to it in one another and in every nation? It is the light within all life. Please pray with me the prayer from the praying with the earth. May the angels of light glisten for us this day. May the sparks of God's beauty dance in the eyes of those we love. May the universe be on fire with presence for us this day. May the new sun's rising grace us with gratitude. Let earth's greenness shine and its water rife with spirit. Let heaven's wind stir the soil of our soul and fresh awakenings arise within us. May the mighty angels of light glisten in all things this day. May we summon us to reverence. May they call us to life. Amen.